Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Christy. And welcome back to Constant Chaos. So today, um, we're going to talk a little bit about our episode last week. For those of you that didn't hear, we interviewed a behavior therapist, Dr. Megan Luby. It was a great discussion, really learned a lot. Yeah, she was fantastic. I mean, I've, we've as a family have gone through so many different therapists for many different reasons. Um, and I personally think like therapy is a great thing. I love yeah. going to therapy and she was just so refreshing. I learned so much from her about young children. There were so many little nuggets of information that she shared that I just didn't realize, or it wasn't top of mind for me. And especially having gone through, you know, raising kids up to be a teenager, um, if I, you know, it's like hindsight, right? You look right. back and you think, oh, I just thought things would, we would just grow out of certain things. They weren't necessarily big enough flags or alarms for me to think about. Mm-hmm. But now looking back and knowing even how just hard the da- daily life can be and how much, you know, I keep talking to myself a little bit about. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. talking to myself more again. Yeah. About the system, just like the educational system. And, you know, we're in the throes of this whole process with one of my children about where he's going to go to high school and it's challenging, right? So knowing the way you can get support at such a young age. It's amazing. Oh my God. It would have helped. I like to think positively that it would really would have helped change the way in which we handle some of our anxiety in this house. Yeah. 2020 hindsight. Yeah, I know. I mean, what are you going to do? But so, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm on board. And I actually, I love what she said about the, that book, parenting a child with intense emotions, having a child with intense emotions. I bought the book and I've already been learning more. Yeah. And the, the one takeaway that I've discussed with you, Christy, is I keep thinking about what should be kind of obvious. Maybe it's obvious to everyone, but me, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really does come down to the parents. You know, we talk about having a team. You know, you have a great therapist. You might have a psychiatrist. You might have people at the school, tutors, whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's up to us. It's on us. It's on us. It's completely, completely on us. And it's their emotions, right? It's finding the right place for them. Structure in the house. Structure in the house. Our own self-regulation, which I think we've probably... We've talked about it somewhere. <laughs> Maybe we talked it on here. But... <laughs> right. Everything comes down to us and having that structure in the home. So all of these great techniques that the therapists and the books and whatnot tell you, you have to do it. And you have to implement for what feels right for your family and your dynamic, right? So, you know, we we're ta- we talk a lot about like this child that we're mm-hmm. raising, but truly I have three, right? With mm-hmm. their own needs and emotions and um, making us all sort of harmonize together is really hard. It's really hard. It's hard in any family with neurotypical children. Right. So one of the things I came out and have been doing this week that I was sharing with Christy is I kind of like put a mantra for myself, kind of a what's important in our family and exactly. what am I going to let go of and what's really important? What, what battles am I willing to have with my kids and what can I let go of for peace of mind to make things go just a little bit smoother? And I've, so I've been working on that. I've got my list of things I'm going with. And um, so what are your val- So what are your values? Right. What are your values? It's so for me, I it's really important that my kids get proper sleep, proper nutrition, um, that they have the educational resources that they need um, for my little guy that he can play sports because when he plays sports, 
He's good. He uses up all that crazy energy. So those are things that are really important to me among many others that I can't think of right now. <laughs> so what, so give me an example of like, so what are you foregoing? What are you letting go of that? Cause right. I mean, I think one of the points that we're trying to make here is you can't in this situation where you have these challenges, especially with a like, child that might have ADHD, like you can't get them to do everything. And I noticed when I try to ask my children to do more than say three things, I've lost them. Right. They're gone. And they're, they're still back trying to figure out number one, or they don't even want to hear what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. So, so what are you letting go of? I'm um, so for me, I like, for example, let's every night we're trying to get the bedtime routine going. And my little guy, it's like getting him to the showers battle <laughs> and then you gotta get his teeth brushed. And then like, maybe he didn't clear his, his plate from dinner. And then after he's gotten his teeth brushed, we want him to hang up the towel. So he just like learned some basic being part of the house. But you know what happens? We get in this huge battle of like, hang up the towel, hang up the towel, hang up the towel. We got to have 20 minutes of reading time for school. No one hangs up the towel. On no one house. hangs up the towel. So in my mind, chores are done at this time in my life or his life. And I, I can't do it. It just, it, I'd rather do it myself because the battle that, me asking and him not listening and me asking affects so many other things. Mm -hmm. Probably like, and your stress level, right? Because now you're trying to attack all these little pieces that are probably never going to happen. It's not going to happen right now. No. And are they that important? It's really not. Because when I think about it, like for like after school, he comes in, I want him to wash his hands. That's a value to me. <laughs> <laughs> Some cleanliness. I want him to wash his hands. And I want him to have a snack because food, if he's not, if he hasn't eaten, that creates another stress. And then I can get him to his activities or we can do a project together or something. Yeah, project, whatever. <laughs> Are you really doing projects? No, I'm not. You're basically trying to do everything to avoid just putting them in front of the television. Yeah. Let's much. be serious. Totally serious. <laughs> um, and so I'm just taking out the things that don't need to be battles right now. We can address them later, maybe. But mm -hmm. right now, I'm letting go of the little things. They may yeah. be important other in, in other families, but those families may have more neurotypical children. Yeah. Well, so for me, and this might get a little bit dirtier than what anybody would really want to talk about. But oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. So my husband and I fight about this all the time because it is the battle of who does what chore and who's contributing in our house and did they get those things done? And if they didn't, then they shouldn't have privileges and they should have consequences. Now, remember, they're teenagers, right? And yep. at some level, I agree with that, at some level. Mm -hmm. But then I looked at certain things like school's really stressful and hard for some of them in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I look at what we're really asking from them. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm going to walk by and they forgot, for example, their towel on the ground, I'm just going to pick it up. Right. Because me going to them and saying, come back pick up your towel or I'm not going to do whatever X, Y, and Z is going to exasperate a situation that's mm -hmm. already tense in my world. Right. And so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And so when they were growing up, we let go of brushing teeth sometimes, oh, I, yeah. right? I, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. I did that So we let go of brushing teeth because it was like, I needed to get them to school. I needed them to be there on time. I needed to try to uphold a commitment that I might have, you know, I needed to be at my work that I was doing at mm -hmm. the right time. And so that's, what's important. That was my priority in that moment. So yeah. So our family values really circulate around 
at this point in our lives, it's a little different probably than yours, but um, respecting other people's time, being to school on time and not being late, Mm -hmm. um, making sure that generally speaking, we're okay, right? That now I think it's really important that their teeth are brushed because they have braces on. But when they were little, we would get yelled at by the dentist all the time. Every single time the dentist yells at me, it's awful. And I finally was like, hey, listen, they don't always brush their teeth and there's not much I can do about it. I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm worried that, to your point, like they're having the right nutrition. I have a child who refuses to sit at the table and cannot sit at the table. Is that important to you? It's not anymore. It was for a while. And then Mm -hmm. we realized, you know what? What difference does it make? Right. We have a child and my husband and I just talked about this as we were going through these values of like, you know what? We are trying to make him eat what we eat. And finally, we're like, you know what? If he's going to eat a bean and cheese burrito, three of them, in fact, every day, Mm -hmm. and that's what he wants for dinner, an extra cheese on his spaghetti, great. That's fine. I'm not going to force him to eat the fish that we eat. No. No. And, you know, we were recently at the pediatrician, and I always have to chuckle to myself because I feel like we as a family have never outwardly said lie to the pediatrician, Mm -hmm. but they do the same thing. They sit down. What's your diet? What have you, you know, what do you wear your seatbelt? Do you wear a helmet? And yeah, so those are, those are other priorities for me. You wear a helmet if you're outside on the bike. Safety safety is huge for me, right? And their nutrition is huge, but I don't balance it in a day. I balance it in a week, sometimes a month if I'm being really lazy. Let's be serious. So when he's sitting there saying, are you getting enough calcium? And he's looking at my child who hates milk, hates cheese, doesn't like any really form of dairy, um, and doesn't like leafy greens. What do you do? Well, so I looked at him and, you know, he was kind of going through this. And I said, well, you know, every once in a while I can I can slip him a yogurt. Every once in a while I can slip him some calcium vitamins. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. You know, every once in a while I give him an ice cream. I know there's too much sugar in it, but there's also calcium. <laughs> but it's what you're willing to let go. It's what I'm willing to let go. And you know what? We even have the conversation with the kids at this point and say, there are going to be consequences to these actions at some point that dad and I aren't going to be involved in. Right. You might grow up and might have really weak teeth. You might break a bone playing some sport more than somebody else might. And you're going to have to remember the arguments that we had until we were both exhausted about the yogurt. (laughs) So that's the battle I have with my kids on the sunscreen side of things. Oh, don't Because my older yeah. son is incredibly fair. I mean, the kid burns every single day. We're in California. They're outside all the time at school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I force him to apply it every morning, but I can't for the life of me get him to apply it at school. I mean, thank God he finally will wear a hat. Oh. I'm always telling him, I'm like, one day you may have skin cancer. Before, before that, I, well, I haven't had it yet, but... Because he has more sun exposure. Right. He's stronger these days. And truly, these kids, they have these issues. They have sensitivity issues to food, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit still while you apply the sunscreen. Or it they, feels weird. They, it feels weird. They don't like the texture. The spray is too cold. Oh, they, it's always too cold. It's too cold. I mean, every little thing feels like an exhaustive battle. Right. And so the only way... And my and back to my the point about my husband and I, like, you know, so he comes home from work and he doesn't understand where we've been all day, right? Yeah. The negotiation to get from waking up mm-hmm. to seven o'clock at night. Yeah. I am so exhausted. We should count how many negotiations it is in one day. Oh, everything's negotiation. And it's so exhausting. So then he walks in the door and wants 
or thinks X, Y, and Z should be happening or like, well, if they haven't done their homework by now, then they can't have this. And well, yeah, that in a like somebody else's house might go down just fine. I don't even know. But in this house, it doesn't work. I'm high-fiving that we're all here, you know, and we're, we haven't like tried to strangle each other mm-hmm. and I haven't walked out. Right. Because it is, it's really hard. And then you need to be regulated. Right. Co-regulation. You need to be- all about co-regulation. co-regulation. That's another great book. I can't remember the author right now, yeah. but a great book on how to co-regulate with your kids. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's just really, really hard. So back to your original point, mm-hmm. it's on us. It's, it's on, us. on us. And you have to fight the right fight, right? So we've talked about all the specialists and who's on your team, but you have to apply that and translate that to your family. Right. If you, we've made the mistake in the past of signing up for all of these specialists thinking they were going to help, but you can't follow what they say to the letter of the law. They don't know your dynamics. They don't know your dynamics. They don't know how you guys are interacting with each other. They don't know that when one kid's having a meltdown, the other one is scared to death and is falling in the guidelines of PTSD. Right. So you have to really, it's on your shoulders as a parent. It is on your shoulders to translate that Mm -hmm. information, extract what is really important for you and pick your values. Right. And not feel bad about them. No. And that's, so that's one thing I keep coming back to is that we live in a world where there are, where the kids are more neurotypical, where the parents can expect more of these things that we're willing to let go. So as parents of kids with um, some special needs, we have to remember that um, it's okay. Like my kid may not brush his teeth all the time. Like, you know what I do? I side note, I carry disposable toothbrushes that have the toothpaste built in, in my car. Have you oh, seen where those? Do you get those? Oh, yeah, it's like Target or CVS or something. And so when they get in, it's very clear most mornings if they've actually brushed their teeth. And a lot of times they tell me they did and they didn't. And I pass that I pass them out Ooh. in the car. I like that. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. But anyway, sorry, but I didn't mean to sidetrack. I guess I'm, I'm just trying to, for me, just trying to like let go of the societal expectation. Right. Because and some of it is self-imposed, by the way. Totally. Totally. It's not that somebody else said this is how it has to be, or it's imposed by the rest of your family. Visit, <laughs> visiting family uh, or, you know. They don't, they don't visit me. Okay. Well, <laughs> why aren't you all sitting at the table or why doesn't this happen? And you know why it hasn't happened or it's not going to, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the, the self-imposed societal pressure is brutal or can be brutal. Right. Don't your kids do chores? My kids do chores. Mm. Don't your kids do this? My kids do that all by themselves. Mm. My kids are cleaning the kitchen. My kids are doing this. You hear it all around oh, yeah. you. One day a week, Ma, we take turns and each child makes the, a dinner for the family. My children don't, I don't think, I don't know. Sometimes some of them know where the kitchen is, but mm. my kid can make a hot dog. That is great. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes his own quesadillas because he only wants like a little tiny bit of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm probably not giving my children enough credit. I mean, they do. It's definitely not as bad as I'm making it sound. But the evolution to get to where we are today, I think, was really painful. And I did let go of a lot of things that I just decided I didn't care anymore. Right. You just but it's it's as long as your values, you're doing what your values are. Have the fight the good fight, fight for what you need. Or not even fight, but just like have the values that you know what's important. Like, as you were saying, safety is very important. Nutrition, as much as we can do. Yeah. Because the morning starts out with 
It's time to get up. I want to watch TV. You can't oh, watch TV. It's still happening at your house. Oh, oh, yes. The TV goes on. They lay, you know, some sometimes lay around as if the servants are here to take care of everything. You know, I'm in the kitchen struggling with three breakfasts, three lunches, whatever the day needs to have happen. And everybody's sort of laying around like they're on vacation. But me, I'm walking around like a crazy person trying to make this all happen. And then I'm sitting here saying, did you take a shower? Did you brush your teeth? Did you take your allergy medication? Are you, do do you have your sneakers? Is your backpack packed? Did you grab your, you know, and this is like every morning. So how can you let go of some of that? Well, so, you know, it's the, sometimes they've gotten to school without shoes and I've left them there. Oh, I remember that. That's happened a few times. Or uh, they never what they didn't, pick up their lunch. So they didn't eat at lunch that day, but you know, my kids are interesting. Then they've talked to other people into buying them lunch <laughs> or they made like the people at the cafeteria feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. And they've managed, they've managed, but they've managed. Right. So right. then I, then they come home with that story. And my initial reaction is like, really? And then I think, but I didn't have to do it. Right. They figured it out and it's a life skill that they're learning right now. So, mm-hmm. so be it. One of your kids didn't have shoes on the entire day of school. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way it went. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I think picking those battles and trying to figure out if it's the right thing for your family is super important. Mm-hmm. Right. So pick your battles. Pick your battles. Pick right. your battles. Have values. Try to agree with your spouse yeah, so yeah. that you could be on the same page. Really, really hard. It's really super hard. Because you're all trying to do, in most cases, you're all trying to achieve the same thing. But the way you do it could be radically different. Totally. So I would love if um, we've got some listeners out there. I think 30 some people listen to our podcast now. (laughs) And it's growing. I know it is. Um, If you can tweet us or post on our Facebook page, like, what's important for you? What do you let go of? I'd love to hear it from other people. Yeah. Because I think these are the conversations that really help me get through the day. (laughs) Exactly. So you can um, tweet us at um, at Podcast Chaos or subscribe to us on um, Apple iTunes at Constant Chaos Podcast or go to our Facebook page, Constant Chaos Podcast. <laughs> and we have a lot of um, interesting people that have reached out to us that want to be on the show. So we are going to be scheduling them as well. So stay tuned. We will have more specialists and also more real people that just want to come on and talk about their story. I want to talk to those people. I want to talk to those people too. I just love hearing what everybody's going through and, and trying to, you know, build a network of it because I think it's super helpful when you feel like you're in the trenches and you're on your own. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll be, we'll be back next week. Take care.